Hey, how are you all? It is so good to be back with you for episode number two. Thanks for tuning in. If you are just joining, you are in for a treat. We are on the road, on the road together, on the road to the FIFA World Cup in Qatar. If you're coming back for episode number two, thank you. Thanks for coming back in. Uh, thanks for joining. Be a part of the conversations. Get in those comments below. If you have any questions or even thoughts, uh, we are open for discussion here as we're talking FIFA World Cup. What better conversation could there be? Fall is coming. And with fall in Wisconsin, it's all about the football. The problem it's the wrong kind of football for me. Yeah, they're talking Packers and Badgers. And as much as I love those uh, Packer and Badger talks, I'm on the focus. I'm laser focused. We got a lot of soccer going on in leagues around the world. We got even European football. We got Champions League. We got Europa. We got to focus in because the World Cup be coming. 68 days. That's all there is. It's getting there. It's like the best present. It just keeps coming and coming. I do have to say I had kind of a, a low point this week. Um, you know, it's it's nothing crazy, you know, but my kids got into soccer, rec soccer, super pumped about it. If you know how much I love soccer, I was just so incredibly pumped to share that with them. My son is four and he is he was so gung-ho. He found out when he, got, he was going to be on the red team. And, and you know, my heart warms as we're, as we're going. He's like, Dad, red like Arsenal. Yeah, red like Arsenal. Let's go. And we got there, and, and the jersey went on, and, and the shin guards went on. And then for 45 minutes of the hour, he cried and didn't want to go on the field. And I, oh, oh you got it. My heart was just like, oh, man. But – but he got out there for the last 15, made some good kicks. You know, I'm already booking tickets to the 2038 World Cup, and it's going to be okay. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. But it was, it was great to see him out there, kind of a, a warm dad moment. Uh, but, but enough about the, the warm fuzzies here. Let's gas it up. Let's fuel up and get on with our road and our road trip here today. Just going to break it down for you a little bit. We got to talk a little bit about injuries. Uh, there, there's an injury that we got, got to address here. A little scary moment uh, for, for maybe implications of the World Cup. We'll get there. Uh, and then every episode, I think it's going to be really important. If you're new to the World Cup or maybe, maybe you just haven't had a chance to look in depth, we're going to take a look at a group each week. And we're going to start with Group A. You know, the, the host nation, Qatar, is in the Group A. We're going to break down some of the teams. We're going to peel that onion back a little bit. Take a look at the teams, some highlighted players there. Now, again, I can't talk about them all, but I'm going to highlight a few that maybe you know, household names if you're in the soccer world. Maybe some that kind of perk your ears up and go, hmm, that's an interesting name. Or, or maybe if it's even and even better, you're like, that's an interesting name. Who else are on those teams? Who else could be on the team? And you're doing a little bit of research yourself. Uh, finally, we're going to kind of roll it back to who's hot and who is not. As we are waiting for those rosters in the World Cup, as we wait for those uh, those final kind of who's going to make the team, there's some guys on the fringe that are really making a play to get on those teams. And there's some guys where you thought maybe they were a pretty good lock to make it, you know, have kind of been 
dragon and and they might get left out and so we're gonna we're gonna do that and then we'll finish up and just kind of talk a little bit but but that's where we're at we're gonna get going and what better place to start than the injury right I don't know if you were watching Real Madrid Celtic we're about 30 year 30 minutes in and Kareem Benzema gets subbed off because of an injury uh, that's where, uh, you know, as a, as a former middle school and high school teacher, I, I do some impersonations. You got Donald Duck. He's going to come back here today. But I'd always make the siren sound when something really, you know, like we're in trouble here. And it'd just be like, this was my blinker red light going, oh, no. Look at Carlo Ancelotti's face. It says it all. He's like, no. What is happening now? Good news uh, is is it's not as serious as maybe we all would have thought as he came off uh, the game, out of the game. It's from my from looking at things. It's uh, is it brutitis or brusitis of the knee? Uh, he's going to miss a couple games, but people thought maybe even back here in September 18th when uh, Real Madrid takes on Atletico Madrid. Now, I don't know if that's going to happen, but they're going to be really cautious with this. And, and this is what we meant by being real careful with, you know, just diving in and, and, and you know, taking, you know, buying up players and, and injuries happen. In, injuries happen to the stars. And and we you want to be real mindful of that. Now, can you predict that? No. Uh, is this a, a bullet dodge? But Benzema was in such great form you know so you got the low here of Benzema hurt and then you flip it over and Kylian Mbappe is scoring a brace for PSG as they're beating Juventus last week in in Champions League play now you know I could sit here and, and go on with Champions League and we talk Holland and we talk his goals as well but really my, my central focus is is World Cup and so with Holland not being there I'm just not going to talk too much about it, but this this is a prime example of of what can happen uh, with with Benzema with any of the the superstars out there. And and my my thought is just I hope that they can get to the World Cup healthy because what does that do? Benzema was such in such a great form. Does, does, is his form affected when he comes back? You know, taking a few weeks off, probably not. But we just don't know. And you hope that he's firing on all cylinders for Real Madrid, but also for France as, they, as they're going to kick off here the World Cup here in, in just over two months. I do want to take a look at the groups. You can see the groups right there. You know, So there's those eight groups we talked about last week. Each group has four teams in it. Our focus this week, Group A, Qatar and Ecuador and Senegal and the Netherlands. So we're going we're gonna to talk about Group A expectations we're going to maybe make some predictions we're going to look at it from a, a face value and say okay if two of these teams are moving on who are those two teams who do we think is going to move on and you know maybe who's going to win the group and I, and I think that's that's really a great place to start because some of these you might know players in Senegal you might know players in the Netherlands or for the Netherlands uh, but maybe uh, Ecuador Qatar maybe you don't know too much and and, and to be honest we are we are very thankful. I am very thankful that that Qatar is hosting and and they are in Group A. But I'm really not going to talk much about Qatar today. The players, I, I couldn't really find any impactful players uh, from a hobby perspective. So we're going to move past them uh, and we're going to jump right into Ecuador. Now, Ecuador, uh, I put the FIFA rankings up here so you could see them uh, and see where they rank in the world. Ecuador is currently ranked 44th. 
But there were some interesting names that popped out to me when I was looking at, at Ecuador. Now, if you're a longtime soccer guy, maybe you know the name Enter Valencia. Uh, played for West Ham United in the Premier League for a little bit. Uh, I think he went on loan for Everton for a year uh, and, and was in Mexico uh, playing for the last couple of years. And I, now I think he's in Turkey. He's bounced around a little bit, but he's the captain. But, but th- those aren't the names. I'm, I'm going to focus on Enter Valencia here today. The name, the first name I want to bring up is actually an MLS player. Jose Fuentes is, is playing for LAFC. Now, there's been a lot of news with LAFC over the course of this year. But it hasn't been so much on some of their players they had. It was their transfers in. And if you know what I'm talking about, Gareth Bale, big, big name, LAFC. Uh, Cialini, center back for Juventus for so long, LAFC. But Sifuentes has has really kind of had a really nice year. Uh, Midfielder, 23. uh, He's been, been in about 29 appearances. Handful of goals, handful of assists. Pretty solid and is going to play a key role in that midfield for Ecuador. Now, you can see here, I, I pulled his uh, his rookie card out of 2021 Tops MLS Chrome. Now, I, I chose uh, a numbered card because I thought, you know what? We can see the pricing here. Uh, now, the first one there, that is August 2nd. The sale price for his Blue Waiver Factor out of 199 was 5 bucks. you know, on, on a best offer. And then it, it sold again there in, in August on the 10th. Uh, that one sold for $20, so really cost-effective. You know, so if you're looking for guys where you're like, man, it's it's a value, maybe Sifuentes is one that you, you you look a little bit deeper on. Now, again, all these, you know, we'll talk numbered cards. We'll talk, you know, maybe some some bargains you can you can snag. Uh, but but I also want to keep in mind, like my my goal here is if you're if you're really a veteran and you're like, man, I don't need this. Uh, I want some higher end stuff. Uh, we're going to try to work a little bit of everything in because I think it's important that just everybody has a place and, and maybe you didn't, you know, MLS is, you know, you know, is a great, great league being, being in the United States here and, and being able to watch a little bit of that as well, but just kind of keep on your radar. Sifuentes, you know, he does have cards. He does have a rookie card, uh, which is different than the second player that I want to bring up. Moises Sesedo. Now, I really like Moises Sesedo. I'm going to say that right now. Now, do I have any cards of Moises Sesedo? No, I do not. Because there are none yet. Uh, he's 20 years old. He plays in the midfield at Brighton. I was so excited for Brighton this year. I was so excited for what Graham Potter was doing with that team. And then <sighs> Graham Potter, you know, Took the Chelsea job after Tuchel's firing, and I'm really interested to see what happens to Brighton. I thought they were they were flying high. Moises Sato was in the center of that midfield. I don't have any of his cards, but I got to tell you, my wife was at Target, love my wife, and and saw that they had FIFA World Cup stickers, and she bought me one box. Uh, the plan, and and I do have more boxes, but I, she came home and I ripped them. First card, or first first sticker, you know, first pack. I don't know if you can see that. Moises Sesedo. Now, this is from the, the stickers for the FIFA World Cup this year. Super pumped about it. This is one of those parallels. I think it's the blue parallel. It comes one every two packs. But but that's kind of the extent of his, his market right now. It's it's a sticker market. Now, as some of the releases are coming here shortly, are we going to see some of his cards? We'll, we'll have to wait to see the checklist. But I think he's one to, an interesting one to watch 
uh, in the World Cup, very young, kind of a, a great, good midfielder for that Ecuadorian team that that is going to be, I hope, gonna gonna cause some some issues here in in Group A. Now the second team that we need to look at here is Senegal. Now if you if you know any players from Senegal, there is one to me that should jump straight out, and that is Sadio Mane. Now, many of you, if you've been watching the Premier League for a long time, you know he played for Liverpool. He had his big transfer move here this summer where he went to Bayern Munich. And so you can see that he has an index in Card Ladder. Now, all these graphs and all this information is coming from Card Ladder Pro. I think it's a great place that you can kind of gather information, you know, take in the knowledge. And so I made a few arrows here that I just want to point out to you. The first one is you can see that massive spike in his index. Uh, that happens at June, uh, June 22nd, that jump is at the same point where he makes his transfer to Bayern Munich. Now, the other thing that I think is important when we're looking at indexes, at the very bottom of that index, you will see that arrow where it says total cards, six. Sadio Mane only has six cards in his index. All six of them are from the 2018 Prism World Cup. Now, that could be deceiving because if you look at the index, you can see that it might be going up and down in every which way. It's important to know that the entire index is based off of one product. Now, there are PSA 10s and PSA 9s and RAWs and silvers, and there are a number of different variations of the cards and different grades of the cards, but they're all coming from 2018 Prism World Cup. Those are not his only cards. And you can start to do some digging and you can find that, you know, he's got some early stuff. Before his move to Liverpool, Sadio Mane was playing with Southampton and, and he does have cards in 2015 tops Barclays Premier League. Uh, and, and so this is a variation. This sold August 11th uh, of this year for $115. This is the out of 11 orange so this is this is a parallel out of 11 they do also have a gold one of one in this product and a one of one printing plate but what struck me interesting is is how productive he's been with liverpool uh the 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 accolades, the trophies that he's won with liverpool champions league premier league i personally Never wanted to play Sadio Mane because I know he was going to push forward and play attacking football, but he also was so impressive on getting back and, and helping out on defense as well. The guy has a motor. I really enjoy watching him play. I enjoy him watching him play a lot more for Bayern Munich and not coming up against Arsenal in the Premier League, but I think that his work rate and his ability to play both sides, both offensively and defensively, was really overlooked at, at Liverpool. Now, you know, Liverpool's gotten off to a, a slower start. And some people are asking that question, you know, is it Sadio Mane? You know, maybe a piece of that. But I don't know if I would sit there and say it's, it's all because Sadio Mane left. But he is going to be the talisman for Senegal. He is the guy. He is the one, the name everybody knows. And we'll be looking to see what he can do on the world stage at Qatar. But you can get some really, really great cards, really cool cards, in my opinion. Again, this is me as a soccer fan. 
uh, and a soccer collector and also a soccer investor as well. Uh, I just think some of the early stuff, the the, the 2015s, the 2014s, the, 20, the earlier stuff, and, and even serial numbered out of 11 for 115 bucks. I, I mean, that's that's a really, really kind of, I think, price point is is there for a lot of people. Now, I also think that he's got some great stuff in, in newer product. And, and I couldn't go past Sadio Mane without pointing out 2020-2021 Tops Stadium Club Chrome. I love Chrome. I don't know, Stadium Club Chrome, that is. I don't know if you can relate, but that's that's me. Just the imagery. Like when we talk about cards as art, I love this card. I love this image of Sadio Mane. I just think it's incredible. And then you add all the parallels. This one is the green out of 99 for a raw for 20 bucks. And, and for me, it's more of like just fun to look at. You know, when, when, I, when I jump into breaks, when I do, I don't very often. But there are two breaks that I normally try to get into or get a team in. That is Stadium Club Chrome. And that is Merlin. Those are my two big ones. If I get into Topps Chrome or this or that, you know, I really like Merlin and, and some of the young guys that are in there that might not have other cards, but I love the, the artwork of photography in Stadium Club Chrome. I just love it. And, and so you can get a really great parallel, a numbered card, raw for, for 20 bucks of Sadio Mane. Uh, personally, that's me. I, I think that's great. And, and this one just sold a, f- a few days ago. Now, the other name that you might not be familiar with, if you're tracking the Premier League, you might have heard this name before. It's Myla Saar. He's 24. He plays on the wing for Watford, and and he has cards. Uh, He will be playing on the wing for Senegal, uh, but he is in 2019-2020 Prism, uh, Panini Prism, and that's the Premier League. And you can see that card there. I picked the cracked ice, uh, the the blue cracked ice, out of... uh, Uh, and you, I think it's out of 99 in that year, uh, but that one sold for $47. Rookie card, raw, uh, numbered. And then he does not have any 2021 prism. The interesting thing about being on teams that are kind of fringe and, and, and do the yo-yo, where they're in the Premier League, then they're in the championship, then they're back in the Premier League. Uh, Ismail Asar, Watford, they got relegated and then got promotion again in 2021 2022 and there again on the right side you can see the cracked ice that you uh that he has in this year's product of prism now his prices were kind of all over the place uh you know one of his cracked ice sold for a dollar 25 another one sold for 38 dollars. it kind of is all over the place i don't know if that was a a weird you know auction or or end of you know at a a bad time i'm not sure Uh, i'm just going with the the sales that you see uh, and if you didn't catch, he's got some quality. Uh, some of his highlights are pretty great. He had this goal against West Brom early in August uh, where he, he scored from his own half, you know, over the goalkeeper. It was, pre- it was pretty great. If you get a chance, go check it out. Uh, but Ismaili Saar is, is going to be on that Senegal, attacking Senegal squad. And, and might be, you know, if you're digging through dollar boxes at shows uh, or, you know, you can maybe value boxes. Maybe you're going to find a couple of those that you can pick up for, for super cheap. But it, it's, an, it's, it's interesting to see kind of who is, is going to come out. I do believe, me personally, that Ismail Lassar is not going to spend his whole career at Watford. I think he's going to get a transfer at some point, whether it's in January or next year or a little bit down the line. I'm not sure. But I think he's going to be moving up at some point. Now, the name uh, or the country that we got to talk about uh, the big one, the last one here in the group is the Netherlands. And, and they are ranked eighth in, in FIFA's world rankings. But they are 
kind of in the same boat as the United States, right? Uh, just uh, did not make it in 2018. So they are coming back to the World Cup after being absent in 2018. The difference, though, is how have they fared in World Cups prior to 2018? If you back up to 2014, the Netherlands took third place. If you go back to 2010, they lost in the final. So you have lost in the final, third place, not qualifying. What are they going to do this year? There are a lot of expectations. There are some big names on this team that we are going to look at. Now, you might be thinking, I'm going to talk Memphis Depay. I'm going to talk Virgil van Dyke. Nope. I am going to be talking about Frankie de Jong. I love this picture because this picture might just sum up his entire summer. Now, I told you the impression of Donald Duck is coming back. Oh, boy. What in the world is going on at Barcelona? Frankie de Jong in the midfield, quality player in my book. And he goes through this saga all summer of Barcelona signing, signing, signing players and then really seeming to want Frankie de Jong out the door. Now, I don't know all of the background information and maybe some of you can help me. And if you know more than I do, which is probably a lot of you, because I am the first to admit, I don't know everything about soccer. I love it. But from my understanding is he is owed some money because he took a pay cut to make sure they could register all their players last year, from my understanding, and he is due some money. And, and it just was really kind of that face, right? You know, like, what is going on? And and I think that kind of maybe that shakeup, you know, we, we kind of saw that story a lot and not so much the card market. And, and again, I'm, I'm coming back to the index here. He does have an index. The key, the key for me is total cards. Three. Three cards in Frankie de Jong's index. And you want to know what those three cards are? His Kaboom. PSA 10, PSA 9, and Raw. So you can kind of see this, this index as almost like beep, 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 when one sells. And so we don't really get a great indication. So one of the things that you can do, uh, if you if you have Card Ladder Pro, great. If you go to the sales history, you can click on that sales history and you can take a look at where are the sales. Now, sometimes I like to look at the information like this when you're looking at it from previous sales, the check marks, verified sales. And so we see that August 15th, there was a sale uh, and that was for $608. And then just a few days later, uh, that same PSA 10 Kaboom sold for $510. I like this information. You can also kind of put it on the graph too. So you can kind of see that PSA 10, he kind of waffles back up and down. But but I think it's really important to know what you're looking at. Now, if you are sitting there being like, I don't have Card Ladder Pro. I, I don't have the sales history. You know, one of the things that I did for a really, really long time was just, I mean, hitting that eBay, uh, going to eBay, typing in the player or the card that you want and looking at sales, you know, and looking at previous sales. I can't tell you how many nights I was looking through and going, hmm, hmm what's selling, what's selling? 
Uh, and, and, and it's a great way too. So either, either way you can do it, you can find the information, 130 points out there too. So even if it's an eBay sale and it's a best offer, you can go in and you can find those sales. You can dig, you can dig a little deeper. You can find that research, but is Kaboom is out there, you know, just about $500. I think, you know, uh, as the world cup comes, it'll be really interesting. How go the Netherlands? I think it's going to have a lot to do with how Frankie de Young functions. And how he does. Now, he just got a goal in league play this last week. Uh, they they won 4 nothing. He got a goal. And so maybe we're starting to see moving on from the summer and the summer issues and the summer drama. No-no uh, drama. And now we can focus in on, on the soccer and the football that's going on at Barcelona. And we can move forward and hopefully get into some really high form uh, in, in the coming months as we lead up to the World Cup. But the Kaboom is not it. Uh, one of the cards that I that I chose to kind of pull out here you know, is, is another set that I really do enjoy aesthetically pleasing. I like to look at these cards, the obsidian cards. And, and I, I brought a couple different variations here for you guys to look at. Now this is from 2019 obsidian. Uh, Frankie Dion does have rookie cards in obsidian and he also has that rookie logo. Uh, the first one, uh, June 5th over the summer, uh, this, this yellow uh, PSA nine, out of 15, sold for about $300. So that's where that one was sitting at over the summer. And then you also look just recently, August 28th or, or semi-recently, um, there's also the, the, this is the orange. Uh, this is out of 35. It also is a PSA 9. That one sold for about $152. So there's 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 opportunities to, to buy cards uh, like these uh, for not astronomical prices, but again, don't just leave it at obsidian. Uh, you know, you could take a look at other, other products and see, you know, what else is out there. I just kind of, I like the look of these cards. I like just the, the black backgrounds. I, I like the colors that change here mid card. Uh, they just really look good. And so I, I, I like those a lot as well, but Frankie Young, I think is, is one to keep your eye on for the Netherlands. The other one that I want to just briefly touch on is, is maybe a name, you know, maybe you do, maybe you don't Jurian Timber. Is is a name that kind of has uh, keeps coming back around to me just in kind of a series of events over the summer. If you were tracking a lot of Man United's transfer uh, signings, a lot of money was being funneled to Ajax uh, for Martinez and Anthony. Martinez, a center back, Anthony, that winger. They got both of them in at Man United. But Ajax has this uncanny ability in their academy to just keep turning out players. You know, they just, they always seem to have the next man up mentality. And so with Martinez leaving, I started to get, you know, who else is there? And here, Jurian Timber is a center back. Last week's episode, we talked about like, who, who do you want to look for? You want to look for the goal scorers. You want to look for the guys that are they're going to be, you know, but, but if you, uh, they're going to be the guys that, that kind of, drive the, the pricing or, or get the most money if they're scoring goals. But I also think that there is a way where if you, if you kind of catch these guys early, that the, the price can mature over time as they go from maybe backups or, or just not quite on the roster. And then they get those first cards and, and that leads into the team and you can see longer growth, substantial growth. Uh, over time that you kind of hold, you know, you if you have the card, you might see them kind of grow into the team. And I think that's what you're going to see with Jurian Timber. He's going to be in the back line for Ajax. Ajax is in the Champions League. They do very, very well domestically. And you can see way back in January of this year, uh, his gold Merlin rookie card out of 50 sold for 
$13, just over $13. Now, if you look at the center picture, you'll see that if you fast forward to May 2nd of 2022, you'll see that it sold for just over $38, almost $40. And then a few days later, that card also sold for almost $50. And you, if you if you would have kind of caught him or Jury and Timber, maybe looked at him way back in January and thought, you know, this guy uh, is young, center back, you know, what, $13? Take a flyer, you know, if you do your research and look at what he's done. And now you see that appreciation in price. Now, will that happen with every guy? No. Uh, but I think, you know, uh, having a card, not only a rookie card, but numbered out of 50, there are names out there that people just don't know uh, that that haven't made, you know, any impact on the team yet. But there is places that you can do a lot of research and, and know that pretty, pretty well. Now let's get into who's hot. And who's not? We're going to finish up here today. And, and I want to look at the Netherlands. I'm going to stay there with the Netherlands. And I want to look at Cody Gakpo. Now, PSV is, is where he's currently playing in the Eredivisie. Uh, and he is on fire this year, jumping off. Now, he plays with Chavi Simons, who you should know, or maybe you don't. He, is, uh, he was that PSG uh, midfielder, really highly touted has moved to PSV uh, and is playing there this year. And we, and we see them kind of linking up. He's got like seven goals, Gakpo, in six games. A uh, few assists as well. Just playing really, really well. Now, I was kind of monitoring. I saw him scoring goals. I'm like, I got to find his cards. What, what, what are we looking at here? Like, where is he at? Now, he only has one card. And that's from 21-22, score FIFA which was a European release. So if you look at the one, the card on the left, uh, you'll see that that sold June 7th uh, of, of this year. Uh, sold for 469. This is, this is the red laser parallel. It's not numbered, uh, but uh, it is a parallel from, from the base set. And then the one on the right, uh, you can see uh, sold June 5th, again, kind of before the season. So I, yeah, you haven't seen quite, quite a few of these come up, but this one's out of 49, and this one sold for $37. Uh, but not a whole lot of cards. He is 23. There was a lot of talk in the transfer window. Was he going to move? Was he not going to move? He ended up staying at PSV, playing really well, and, and really making a push at that spot on the World Cup. Now, in my head, I'm thinking, okay, if Cody Gakpo is going to make the Netherlands World Cup roster, let's play the what-if game. Who gets left out? And that's where I fall into the who's not. And unfortunately for me, it's Noah Lang. Now, Noah Lang has been linked to go to uh, a variety of different clubs. At one point, I know he was even linked to Arsenal. But a few years ago, he was flying. He had 14 goals uh, in league play. He had eight assists. The next year, he only had seven goals, and he followed it up with you know double-digit assists. And then this year happened, and we're just seeing this steady decline. And, and he has one goal in five games, but he's been out since August 21st with an ankle injury. You know, kind of the car is sputtering for Noah Lang, and it may not make it to Qatar. Now, you can see some of his, his higher-end stuff. So his 2020 uh, Topps Chrome, this is his red refractor auto. Uh, that sold June 14th, $404. Uh, and that is a PSA nine. And then on the right side, uh, on the other side of the screen, if you're, this is also a red refractor. Uh, this is out of 10. It's not autographed, uh, but this sold for $275 at the end of July this year. 
And so you, you see his prices are pretty com- are, are still commanding quite a lot. But for me, that's another like, like if you're buying Noah Lang to, to hope that he makes a huge impact in the World Cup, I would pump the brakes. I would not be on that train. Um, or I would be, you know, trying to to avoid that train. Now, in all transparency, I, I do really enjoy Club Bruges. I, I do love the academy that they've got going on. You know, when I first got back into cards, I kind of was looking at teams and I was like, you know, this Bruges team, they've got a lot of good, good players. And, and I was keyed in on Noah Lang, totally in on Noah Lang. Uh, and, and it was just a bonus that uh, Charles D. Ketelare was there, CDK. And I was like, perfect, two great guys. Now, Ketelare has moved on to AC Milan. Noah Lang is still there. And in my first ever break back into the hobby, uh, it, was, it was Stadium Club. It was Chrome. And I, and I was so pumped. I got Bruges in a case break. I was just jerked. And this came out of the case break. I'm hoping you can see that. If you can't see that, uh, that is the Blue Wave Refractor Auto. I sent this for to SGC. 10-10. Woo! And you know what? He's my not. You know, I don't I don't really care that that I own the card, truthfully. Um, I, I still really love the card. You know, aesthetically pleasing, great photography, good auto. You know, love that it's a 10-10 grade. I'm not telling anybody to go out and buy that card right now. Unless you think he's going to turn on the Jets and be phenomenal. Yeah. I think Cody Gakpo is going to go to the World Cup. Uh, Noah Lang is just kind of steadily, you know, just not met expectations and he's on the decline. Maybe that is injury related, but, you know, I still like the card. You know, it's still a pretty card to look at and I will enjoy that card. And maybe that's why I'm a little bit different in, in the collecting. Like, that's okay. That that, that card has has memories for me and and it's – it's, it's, it's a fun story to tell, but I would, if you're looking for guys and you're like, this guy has some good cards and I'm jumping in. Yeah. I don't know if I'd be jumping in in on that, you know? And, and again, this is, this is my own perspective. This is, this is, you know, this is just, you know, kind of me and my, and my thoughts. Let's talk, let's talk. What is this going to look like? You know, let's, let's talk group, you know, really on the surface, it looks pretty simplistic. It, you know, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, leave comments in the chat, but but really if you're breaking this group down, Senegal, the Netherlands should go through to the knockout rounds. That's my that's my prediction. That's my thought. I think Senegal, I think the Netherlands are both going to do enough against Ecuador and against Qatar to make the knockout stage. Now, where they place one and two, I don't know. But that leaves us with a very, 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 very big game right off the bat. Now, we all know the World Cup kicks off on the 20th. You will hear me say that over and over and over again. But we also know that the 21st is where Senegal takes on the Netherlands. Now, that's a 10 a.m. game on a Monday, which is maybe not the best for for everyone. But uh, that's 10 a.m. Central Time. Uh, but that is on Fox, and that will be a great indicator who, for who's going to take first and who's going to take second. Now, if you're still with me, thank you. Maybe you're asking now, Group A, why should I care so much about Qatar, Ecuador, Senegal, the Netherlands? 
Well, I want to go back to this bracket. I showed it to you all last episode, but take a look at the matchups in the round of 16. A plays B. Now, if you look at B or group B, that is the group the U.S. men's national team is in. So if the U.S. men's national team can make the knockout stage, our first round, our round of 16 matchup is going to come from this group. So if, you're, if your wheels are starting to tend, if, if we win group B, if we take second in group B, we are either going to have to play the winner or the second place finisher in group A. So I think it's really important to kind of keep an eye on A. It's a big stop because it could have a lot of implications for who the U.S. men's national team could face. Now, again, I say could because it's it's not a slam dunk that the U.S. men's national team is going to make the knockout round. Do, do I think they have a good chance? Yeah, I, I hope. And, 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 and I think they do have a good squad and can get into this knockout stage. But again, we've seen World Cups in the past. Anything is possible. Heck, if you would have told me that Italy wouldn't be at this tournament, I'd say, you're crazy. Italy just won the Euros. Why wouldn't they be in the World Cup? And here we are getting ready for Qatar, and you're not going to find Italy in any of those groups that we talked about. Now, last thing before I send it off, I know this is getting long, and I apologize. Thanks for sticking with me. I do just, you know, the teacher in me, uh, you know, all of those players are, are, and the cards that I've chosen are just examples of players that you could look at to invest in. You know, one of my favorite things to, to tell my students, middle school or high school is, you know, question me, you know, just, you know, question, question what I've said, you know, is, is it factual? You know, why are you taking my word for it? And, and a lot of times kids, if they thought that I was wrong, and in some cases I was, but if they thought that I was wrong, what do they do to prove me wrong? They go and they research. They're diving into their history book. They're looking at online resources and they come back and they're like, you said this and this is actually what is it's being said. You're right. I was wrong. I'm the first one to admit it. And then you know what? I kind of get a smile because I go, you know what? Pat yourself on the back because you did the research, you found the information, and you arrived at the right answer. Now, sometimes it'll be they look it up and they come back and they go, you know, yeah, you had that correct. Great. Good job looking it up. Thanks for verifying it for me. So all these things are, are verifiable. You can go look them up. But I hope that it gives you an idea to maybe look at other players. Don't just stop at the Frankie de Youngs. Don't just stop at the Jurian Timbers. Don't just stop at, at the players that I put on the screen. This is a fantastic time to start to go and look at players, to get comfortable with their names, know who they are, where do they play. It's just a really, really great uh dive into soccer for me i've been told by a lot of people you should get into a mainstream sport football basketball baseball and, and i come back to them and said you know what i don't really watch a lot of baseball i don't watch basketball i do watch football and maybe that somewhere down the line would be the average but if you don't watch it you know, for me, it's like you watch it and then you're holding their cards. They're just something so great about it. it. Takes you back to when you're 10 years old, right? But be a part of, you know, the, the community, you know, you know, dive in head first, you know, start to learn the players, ask the questions. I, I, I think the first thing I have realized 
you know, since a very early age and even being in the hobby, I do not know everything. That is the first thing that I think a lot of us, you know, including myself admit, you know, even in Instagram, you know, over the past week, you know, having conversations about players, you know, I was having a conversation about Chelsea, you know, and, and one of the guy, the guy that I was talking to was like, Hey, did you know Eddie Nketiah was on Chelsea's Academy team? I was like, I did not know that. But I am so happy I know that now. Like you're learning stuff every day. So keep learning, keep consuming. I hope this is helpful. Uh, if you have questions, if you just have comments on what we talked about today, leave them in the comments below. Uh, if you're listening, feel free. Don't hesitate to reach out. This is Andrew at St. Croix Cards on Instagram. I love talking soccer. If we've had interactions in the past at shows or on Instagram, you know that I just, I love soccer so much. I, I hope that comes across in these episodes. I can't wait to talk group B in our next episode. We got a lot of places to go. We got a lot of stops to make together on this road to the world cup. So you guys take care, have a great week and we'll see you next time. 